Welcome to my fluent podcast. Learn from and with an English learner. Wait a minute. This is not my fluent podcast. That doesn't add up. Daniel! Yeah, you're right. That doesn't add up. Because that's my fluent podcast and not yours. And here comes my introduction. Let's get started. And I am still not as fluent in English as I wished. I'm not a language genius at all, but I'm a very motivated dude who is quite sure about reaching his language goals one day. It's just a matter of time. Please join my language adventure and listen to my fluent podcast. I'm Daniel Goodson. As explained on my previous episode, I got my episode proofread by a teacher. Go back to the previous episode number three to hear more on that. But now here, the question is how to deal with all the corrections of my transcript? What happened with all these grammar mistakes, false punctuation and wrong word order? What shall I do next? Well, in fact, there's a lot of work waiting for me. I want to make the most of the corrections and therefore it's crucial to stick to them for a while. Not just avoid them or overlook them, as I used to do back in school, once tests were done and we moved on to another subject? Nah, stick with them. I know, it's hard, but that's the way it will definitely pay off. And it will allow you to learn from your mistakes. And finally the information will retain in your brain forever. Alright, I'm gonna explain how I deal with the corrections so far. I've printed both versions the original and the corrected transcript. By original I mean the faulty one. <laughs> and well, this week I used the time while commuting to work to write down all the corrections and very important here, it should be in order of appearance and the very bad ones get marked in a highlighter. It makes it easier for you when revising all the stuff later. Without any colors, it's sad and boring. Then, I made a folder. In fact, two folders. One on my cloud server and one in real life. And what I'm going to do next is a new Word document in which I will make a list with the most important corrections which I wrote down by hand while commuting. And by creating all these folders and lists, and writing down all these corrections, you are already learning. That's the good thing here. I know from my own experience that if you don't make up a system in an organized way, chances are pretty high, you will never ever read the corrections again. To be honest with you, I'm kind of the master of disorganization and misorder. I have actually more experience in making a mess than in putting order. I remember back in school, I couldn't even read my handwriting. You can imagine it got very stressful a short time before examination day. And now, as promised, I want to reproduce what I already talked in episode 2. Shall I learn through TV series or movies? For all those who have already listened to the episode and don't want to listen again i want to thank you very much for tuning in have a good one 
and for the others, have fun. So let's start with the TV series. First and foremost, learning from TV series is more suitable for advanced language learners. Or you should be at least an upper intermediate learner who is willing to spend a lot of time with this learning method. In any case, this method is worthwhile that I can tell you for sure. In the end, the effort will definitely pay off. You need to handle or to deal with new vocabulary, accents, intonations and unclear pronunciation, just to name you a few. And the difficulty here is to process the vast information from several episodes. Therefore, you need to organize yourself. If you're not organized, you'll find yourself trying to learn hundreds of new words and then finally fail. My experience showed me that unfocused learning doesn't take me any further with my language skills. Actually, quite the contrary was the case. I put a lot of energy and sweat into it without seeing any results or only very little results comparing with all the efforts. I once found myself jotting down every single word I didn't understand on the next piece of paper I could find. A few weeks later then, I won't even remember where I got the words from and why I wanted to memorize them. I couldn't handle the amount of words and finally stopped learning. And you have to understand here that when it comes to learning a language, it's always better to learn with context. Context and making connections are key. If you are a beginner or intermediate learner, you could use TV series as well. But in this case, I would highly recommend that you separate the learning material into several short parts. That allows you to work only on a few scenes at a time in a very focused way. Otherwise, you'll be definitely overwhelmed by all the new vocabulary, which you may not understand. And as a result, it will be almost impossible to learn something from the TV series. I want to underscore that with an example from my own life. If I read a book in which I don't understand, let's say, 30 words on a single page, my motivation goes down and finally I stop reading. Being overwhelmed and not understanding anything is a real motivation killer. And in general, when it comes to learning a language, you shouldn't be overwhelmed by the learning material. It should be challenging though. The hard thing here is really to find the right balance. So for beginners or intermediate learners, the method with the movies is definitely better. It's easier to handle. Even if I don't consider myself an advanced learner, I prefer learning from TV series. For me, it's kind of a long-term learning thing, which I really like. And therefore, I work on one episode after the other. To be honest, the whole learning with TV series takes me a lot of time. The reason for this is that I already know most of the vocabulary I come across. 
but I only want to focus on unknown words or good phrases. I don't want to dwell on chunks I already know. To me, that wouldn't make sense to waste time on that. Making a list with all the meaningful vocabulary or phrases is therefore really essential for me. That's why I want to take the time and it's really worth it. You know exactly which expressions you have already learned and also of importance from which series and episode the phrase came from. Now I want to explain how I myself process all the learning with TV series in more detail over four steps. Step number one, my very first step and that is very important to me, is to enjoy the whole episode in English with English subtitles in the first place. That way I get a first sense of the whole story and I will note unknown words for the first time. I don't look them up though, that would break my flow of enjoyment which I want to avoid with all means. I don't get bothered by words I don't understand because I can already understand the gist of the story, while not always, depending on the accent they speak in the series, it is hard to follow. The knowledge I got from previous episodes will make it easier to guess the meaning of unknown words in a newer episode. In my opinion it's crucial to declare your watching time whether it is learning time or watching time, just for fun. Sometimes you need to take a break and just have fun without thinking every second that you have to learn something. Step number two. In the second step, I search the internet for the subtitles of the episode I want to learn from. There are several websites out there from where you can download them I will put the link on my show notes. Go to myfluentpodcast.com. Then I open the subtitles in a simple text editor. Then I copy and paste these subtitles into a Word document. I delete gaps and make some modifications in order to make it more legible for the work that follows in step 3. Step number 3. I go over the whole text and mark all the phrases that I want to work with in a highlighter. That can take me quite a long time. The next step is to revise the highlighted phrases or words. And now comes the hard part because it's time to decide which words or chunks do I really want to know. To help you with your decision you could ask yourself Is it really worth learning by heart? How likely are the odds you will use it in your daily life again? The most important thing here is that you are aware of what you are doing. Know your goals. The more focused you learn, the easier it will be for you to reach your goals in the future. Of course, you can learn all the words and phrases just for the sake of learning the language. If that's really what you want, just go for it. But it will definitely be more difficult for you. Once you've made your decision, we can go to step 4. Step 4. Make an alphabetical list 
out of the words you want to work with. I put that list together with the subtitles document on a cloud server. In addition, I use Evernote. That enables me to learn whenever I want on different devices. You can work with taglines and can easily organize your stuff. Good file names are key and will allow you to work easily on that stuff in the future. Even if I forget about the list after some time, I remember again when I come across the files in my cloud server. When it comes to learning new words, bear in mind, sometimes procrastination isn't that bad. It will actually stick better in my brain if revised a couple of times over a longer period of times. Get more exposure to your target language. Another quick note here regarding TV series. I even found myself looking for podcasts which covered the subject of some of my favorite TV series. And to my surprise, I found several great podcasts. And these days, new podcasts spring up like mushrooms. Watch out for podcasts in your target language. And don't forget, finally, it all comes down to having fun and being exposed to your target language. These were my thoughts about learning with TV series. And now let's head over to the movies. Learn languages with films you love. You may have a particular favorite movie or perhaps you watched the movie several times in, in your mother tongue before. It could even be a movie which you've seen in your childhood. And at this point the film Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio comes into my mind. To my defense, I myself haven't seen the movie, at least not the entire movie. I remember quite well back in the day when Titanic came out in the theaters. There were lots of these hardcore fans who watched the movie multiple times. In fact, up to an incredible 13 times according to a television program. At any rate, I'm quite sure even years later, these people can probably still remember a lot of the spoken lines of the film by heart. As a result, bearing this in mind, this could help you tremendously to learn another language. And the scenes and settings will be familiar to you and you will know exactly what comes next. And that's exactly what will give you the support while learning another language. I already mentioned that in one of my previous episodes. You really should go where your passion leads you. Just buy a movie if you don't have it yet and watch the movie. But this time switch the audio language to your target language. As you know the movie quite well, you will be able to guess words from your previous knowledge. The more you know the entire movie by heart, the more powerful it will become as a learning resource to work on in the future. So that's it for today. Again, I underestimated all the episode creating thing here, but I hope you could enjoy it though. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Daniel Goodson. 
This was my Flume podcast and also you can visit my website myfluentpodcast.com Have a good one.